Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. So what's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. This is not an official episode. This is a special interview that the Holy Spirit wanted me to get out to you. So Holy Spirit basically said, get this out ASAP. Now, this is a testimony of how awesome God is and how that you can believe God for a debt-free house. Yes, I did say that, a debt-free house. And I go through the story, uh, Amos Johnson Jr. of Church for the Entrepreneur is actually interviewing me. And he basically kind of pulls out of me a the story and the details of how this all came together. And honestly, I think it's a pretty good testimony. It definitely builds my faith every time I've went back and re-listened to it. Now, I will say this, Amos did po- post this on his uh, podcast church for entrepreneurs. So if you want to go listen to the condensed version, which I believe is about 30 minutes, you can definitely listen to this, but this one's the full version that I wanted to put out uh, here. So it's not exactly as polished as what Amos's uh, version is, but I wanted to put this out here because the Holy spirit wanted me to do that. Now I will come back on the tail end of this and give you kind of a couple details that is actually post uh, that has happened uh, since we moved into our house, and just even how more that uh, even how more God has done and has provided for us and can provide for you. That's the biggest thing, guys. That I want you to take away from this is God is no respecter of persons. Okay, He can do the same thing that He did for Tyler that He can do for you. Okay, and this is just a testimony of that. I praise God for what He's done. All glory goes to Jesus, but I want to share this with you. So without further ado, let's jump on this episode and we'll catch you guys on the other side. Hey guys, it's Amos Johnson from the Church of Entrepreneurs. And today I am interviewing Tyler McCart. Tyler is going to tell us his story of how he received a debt-free house from God. Yes, I said debt-free. I know we hear about it in stories. And but question is, is it really real? Can you actually have a house debt free? And Tyler is living proof that, yes, it can be done. So, Tyler, are you ready for this? Dude, I've been waiting on this one for a little while, Amos. So, yes, sir. All right. So let's let's go back. When was the first time that God dropped in your spirit to say, go ahead and believe for a debt free house? Yeah. So I would have to go back to 2002, Amos. Okay. 2002. So, so basically in 2002, I guess, let me kind of set that up real quick for you so that you kind of get some context around that. So my wife and I, we were maybe newly married about 18 months. We had just bought a house, uh, Amy and I had, and you know, we were still in the, I guess, mindset, uh, you know, a little bit of the, you know, God's, you know, God's, God's for you, but you know, watch out, you know, he might, mm-hmm. you know, kind of discipline you or strike you down or whatever. Right. You know, cause mm-hmm. I came from just my background. I came from the Southern Baptist background and you know, a little bit of that mindset is in that, 
you know, uh, denomination, great people, praise the Lord. They get people saved and everything like that. But that was just kind of the mindset. Well, you know, in 2002, um, around the May timeframe, I, or actually, excuse me, March timeframe, um, it's like I got saved all over again. I realized that God was for me, not against me. He wanted mm-hmm. me to prosper. He wanted me to, you know, do awesome things and so forth. So all of a sudden the word became really alive to me and, and so forth. Well, kind of progressing forward because the word had become alive to me. Um, I started hearing stories of, you know, different people, uh, that were out there from different testimonies of different men of God, uh, talking about that you can actually have a debt free house or that you can have, you know, call it debt cancellation, you know, for your house or whatever it was out there. And so for me, that was kind of the, I guess, seed or the vision or the idea got planted in me back in 2002 of that time. And we, and then what really kind of cemented that idea and that whole entire seed was actually a scripture that my wife found. And uh, that scripture was actually Deuteronomy 6, uh, 10 through 11. And um, if you'd like, I'll quickly read it for you, if you don't mind, Amos. That's cool with yeah, you. Go, yeah, go ahead and read it for us. All right, I'm going to read the Amplified, the Amplified Classic, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it says, When the Lord your God brings you into the land which he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, to give you, with great and godly cities which you did not build, and houses full of all good things which you did not fill, the cisterns hemmed out which you did not hem, and vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant, and when you and you'll eat the fruit of them. So here's the deal. I Amy, you know, read that scripture to me uh one day and said, Tyler, this is you know, God's gonna give us houses. God's really, technically, if you think about it, God's already given us houses Mm -hmm. filled with good things that we fill us not. And so when it says give, we took it as, you know, literally he's going to give it to us. We don't Mm -hmm. have, and you know, so that was just kind of the, the seed. I mean, that kind of took place and then we, you know, began to just thank God from there. Mm-hmm. you know, for, you know, uh, giving us houses filled with good things that we fill us not basically. That was kind of what our confession was and really just really our mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, uh, from that point on when we found out that scripture from there. Okay. Okay. So now, so like once you guys had that scripture, so this is like 2002, uh, time frame. was there a, did God give you guys a plan to, to, to get there or what, or how to, how, what, what was the beginning stages of you guys getting there? So really there was, um, there really wasn't a plan. I mean, there honestly at that time, at that mm-hmm. time, you know, there was not a, a definite plan that took place. Um, <clears throat> so from really 2002, you know, all the way leading up to, uh, 2014, you know, we saw, we, we had seen God <clears throat> do some awesome things super, supernaturally, mm-hmm. um, you know, cancel debt, you know, mm-hmm. or help us pay off debt, uh, basically either a credit card or a house, I mean, excuse me, not a house, but a car note. Um, we saw God, you know, start to provide to us, um, you know, money, you know, that we would have actually, 
in our savings account, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. not just a thousand dollars in our savings account, but more than that. And mm-hmm. then, and then we saw God start, we started believing, uh, God for cars. Uh, and we started seeing God, you know, produce or not, you know, give us, you know, leadings, you know, of, okay, sow the seed. Like I'll give you, for instance, sow the seed. We, we felt led to sow a seed into, uh, the, the bus ministry of our church and paying mm-hmm. off the debt on our church van that we had. And we decided to sow a seed into that church, uh, van, uh, for the debt, uh, to be paid off. And we believed that God would provide us a car and uh, a vehicle basically debt free. Well, we did that. And about three, four months later, all of a sudden, you know, 20 something thousand dollars shows up, you know, from us actually from another individual. And we knew that this was the money that we were going to go and take and go buy a Nissan Murano that we bought Mm -hmm. whenever Tyler jr. And that was actually in 2009. Mm -hmm. Okay. So leading up to all that, Amos, you know, we had been building our faith and building our faith. So we didn't sit there and try to believe for a house. I mean, we, we believed for a house. We saw the scripture, but our faith hadn't grown. That seed hadn't came up quite yet. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it was still in the ground. (laughs) Okay. And it, but it was, it was, it was being watered. It was being, you know, Mm -hmm. kept, you know, we hadn't lost that vision of that mm-hmm. house, but along the way, we had started seeing other things, not just mm-hmm. a house, but other things, you know, happening, you know, that, that would lead us to believe, say, golly, if God can do, you know, this car, well, mm-hmm. what well, a house is, okay. a house is pretty simple, you know, to do, you know? So, so, so basically, the way I what I see what's happening is that so the the initial seed of the debt free house is planted early in your in you guys' marriage, basically two thousand two. Um, you guys are still in other forms of debt, and so going straight from Deuteronomy ten eleven to house tomorrow is probably too big of a stretch right now for your faith. No, it totally so was. A, yep. So, so it's, it's a growth process that's taking place, and you seeing guys show up, show up to this big thing here of this your. I'm gonna say your first uh, debt-free car, straight out cash. Yep, yep. So now, so when you say twenty thousand dollars showed up, now was mm-hmm. this because you guys did a consulting job? Did somebody say God told me to give you this money? Kind of give us the, give the people kind of no that's, some details, right? Yeah, no, no absolutely. Because I mean, it totally. So, so I guess here's where it kind of came out of the, out of there. So we we felt led to sow a seed, and it was a six hundred dollar seed. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we, it was a step of faith, you know, I mean, $600 is still $600 at that time. Yeah. And it's it's still right now. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Right. So we said, all right, we'll sow that seed. And this is back in 2009. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we sowed that seed, you know, and we started just thanking God, you know, for a, you know, a debt-free car from that. And, and then the process began that the Holy Spirit said, okay, you know, what exactly do you want specifically? And so I went to my wife because this is going to be mainly her automobile because we were getting ready to have a baby. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, she said, well, I, I want an, a small SUV. And so I said, okay, well, let's, I'll go do some research, find out what are good SUVs that are out there. Lo and behold, the Nissan Murano kind of uh, cropped up actually as the preferred one that she liked. 
Mm-hmm. And so we just began thanking God for the Nissan Murano uh, that was going to come to us. Well, in that whole process, um, a person uh, uh, basically said, came to me and said, hey, check this out. Um, you know, and actually it was specifically my mother. I just go ahead and call my mom out on it mm-hmm. that she called me up. She has, she said, Hey Tyler, I totally forgot about this savings account that I had been saving up for you for all these years mm-hmm. and totally forgot about it. And it has got about $15,000 in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and then another gentleman called me up and basically said, Hey Tyler, I've got about, um, $8,000 or so, you know, um, and I know I said 20,000, but it actually was, you know, more than that. But anyway, Mm -hmm. I got $8,000 that I want to give to you and your wife. Okay. I'm Mm -hmm. like, Hey, I gladly receive, you know? Mm -hmm. And so from that, we knew that because this is what we were believing for, and this is what we needed for the car. Um, we went and mm-hmm. were able to pay cash at CarMax, uh, mm-hmm. for that Nissan Murano. And it was, it was not, it wasn't the, you know, the base model or anything like that. It was the, it was the top end, you know, it was a used one cause you go to mm-hmm. CarMax, you only get used cars, but it was still, it was the first one that we are actually able to go and mm-hmm. not go to the bank and have to get a loan from the bank. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. this was God showing up and actually producing you know, what we needed, uh, mm-hmm. based upon the seed that we had sown. Okay. Okay. So, so we, we kind of tell the story. Uh, so, so two sources of people close to you, basically just after you sowed the $600 seed, uh, your mom said, Oh, by the way, I had the savings account that you had no clue existed. Yep. Here's here's it for it because it probably you existed years ago. You probably cleaned that long time ago, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, it was probably good. It was hidden from me, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, it, was, it was it was laid in wait for the right moment. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you've been like the like the prodigal son. Give me my heritage now. <laughs> it's only like you know, now, like, now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then and then this other uh, guy uh, said, you know, guys led to to uh, so so really the exact amount you guys needed came to you through two different sources because of this one seed that you, you, you sowed here. Absolutely. Okay. So, Absolutely. so now your faith is, is elevated a notch. Yep. That, yep. you know, I mean, I, like, I mean, it, it elevated, but I mean, we, the, you know, a house still really wasn't exactly, you know, it hadn't grown that much. Okay. To mm-hmm. elevate us to that point. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so then that, so that was 2009. Well, you know, flash forward, we, our family continues to grow mm-hmm. and, you know, to be perfectly honest and transparent, uh, during that whole pro- terror process, 2009, 10, 11, 12, well, actually in 2012, we'd been mm-hmm. renting a house and just through some different things, you know, we kind of, we, we knew that God always wanted us to be debt free. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we knew that was the biblical way to do things. You know, but honestly, there was some things in my mind um, that were a little bit gray as far as, you know, well, it is okay maybe to, you know, get into debt if you need to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because you might need to do that. It, God doesn't sit there and say in Scripture, you know, um, 
never get in debt or never, you know, borrow money or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it says clearly it says, you know, the borrower is subject to the lender. All right. So obviously mm-hmm. that's not a good position to be in, but he doesn't sit there and say, don't do it. You know, it mm-hmm. does say, you know, in Romans it says, uh, what's that scripture uh, in Romans that talks about? Well, oh, oh, no man, nothing but love him. Yeah. Oh, no man, but to love him. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty strong st- statement right there. But anyway, there was some, I was call it wishy-washy. I was not exactly mm-hmm. totally fixated. So we bought a house. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we went to the bank and we went to the normal traditional route of buying the house. I think in 2011 mm-hmm. that we bought that house. And All right, let's, let's stop right, stop right there for a second. Yeah. So now, so you guys go to the bank to buy a house in 2011. So between 2002 to 2011, you guys are renting a place yourself or are you in little yeah. apartments? Yeah. I mean, well, when we first, we actually, so in 2002, whenever we got, we found that scripture, Deuteronomy mm-hmm. 6, 10 and 11, you know, we actually were, we had owned a house. We were owning a house. We had obviously gone to the bank and so forth like that traditional route at that mm-hmm. time. Then we had moved and then we began renting. Okay, okay. After that. And then finally, whenever in 2011, you know, we've, we'd kind of gotten a little pressure from some out from some individuals about, well, you're throwing all your money away. You need to, mm-hmm. you know, go and so, buy a house basically. All right. So, so basically you are debt free technically at this moment because renting is not debt, right? So technically you are debt free. Correct. At, at this particular moment. So you decide to go into debt, right? Mm-hmm. So now, so now this is a real stand I want to say here right here because I think a lot of people kind of have this battle that goes on their mind. That God yeah. has given them a word for something, a, a debt-free house. And I know it's in the back of your mind, God said debt-free house. How did you guys rationalize this, let me go get a loan to get a house, even though you knew God was to get, get a debt-free house to you? You know, honestly, it it really was just kind of the pressure of – we're getting ready to have another baby. We, you know, so it's going to be the second child. And, you know, we, mm-hmm. we, we kind of th- thought, okay, well maybe, you know, here this, I just used the keyword, maybe, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe God might cancel this debt. All right. Cause he can do it. You know, God's able to do that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cancel this debt for us, you know, after we go ahead and go into back into debt. Okay. <laughs> that was our rational thing. It called me. Thank God for God's grace, but you know it wasn't God's best. Amos, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know it, we probably stepped out. You know I don't have the time to get into that, but the permissive will of God, not the perfect will of God. And you know, uh, I mean, there's a whole other story even with that house that you know we don't have time to go into. But mm-hmm. it definitely was not the perfect thing for us, quite honestly. Okay, okay. okay. I mean, so, so the reason I, I kind of camped there for a second because because this is a this is a classic thing that people feel right yeah god gave them a promise the promise is not there yet yep. you know this this is the classic uh was it uh abraham and isaac scenario right right <laughs> were, yeah that house yeah. that we bought it wasn't ishmael. <laughs> it was ishmael it was yes, definitely it was. ishmael right yep. you know you know we know ishmael was taken care of but that was it wasn't isaac yet it wasn't the child of promise so you yeah. know so you know unlike abraham god took another 13 years to talk to him after that ishmael thing yeah. um so Okay, so it's not God's perfect will. You guys, the pressure, you guys kind of came to the pressure. Yep. You know, you know, baby need new shoes, baby need new house. You yep. know, if you're renting, you're not getting a tax break because, you know, our tax code's based on debt. You know, you guys make too much money not to buy a house, you know, blah, blah, yep. blah, 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 right? Yep. And so, so a lot of people probably experience this, right? So instead of believing for God's best, you settle for something less, right? Yep. Now, so you get into this house. 
where is the transition point where you're saying, okay, you know, this is good, but God has something better for us. How, how is this transition happening? So, so, so that was 2011 flash forward, uh, to really 2000, um, yeah, 2013 towards the end of 2013. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. we're actually back up to 2012. So I had, I had actually been listening to, uh, the believer's voice of victory, um, and Gloria Copeland and George Pearson's, you know, had been doing, you know, different teachings on, you know, uh, how to become, you know, debt free and prosperity. I'll just all the things that, you know, believer's mm-hmm. voice of victory teaches. So I'd, begun to listen to that. And one of the things they had on there was, you know, debt and how that God doesn't want you to go into debt. And also, you know, how that God wants you to, um, remain, I mean, basically believe him to be your source. Well, so I bought the series, I bought that whole entire series, uh, that they were recommending and I bought Mm -hmm. it and, you know, listened to it back in 2000, you know, um, probably it was 2012 ish. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I kind of put it aside. Okay. So that stuff was in me. All right. But mm-hmm. I really, you know, again, you know, even during that time I thought, you know, I was just say, saying, well, man, God, you know, you can, you know, cancel my debt here and pay off my house or whatever it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe that. Well, then around 2013, 2013, um, I picked back up that series and it really was just, I mean, it was for some reason, it was just really fresh and really, you know, relevant in my life. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I began listening to it. It carried over into 2014, January. And lo and behold, uh, once I was kind of wrapping up or in the middle of January during my quiet time, um, I just had this unction, you know, from the Lord to sow a seed and mm-hmm. to actually pay for someone's mortgage payment. Okay? okay. And I said, okay, all right, Lord, pay for someone's mortgage payment. <laughs> That's that's uh, on top of my mortgage payment I already have, Lord. That's uh, that's a, so. What was it like to pay it one time or can pay it continuously? No, just pay it one time. I mean, he didn't okay. he didn't say you know multiple times, just one time. And you know he he did say you know make sure it's good ground uh, that you're sowing into someone that is actually going to get an agreement with you about you having a debt free house, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I said, okay, well, man, I've got to find somebody that actually even thinks that way. Right. Mm-hmm. And they can believe that way. Well, um, he led me to this couple and I approached them about making their mortgage payment. Uh, they prayed on it, made sure that they were, that, you know, it was something that they were willing to do. Um, and about a couple days later, they got back with me and my wife, by the way, Amy, she's, she was in agreement with me as well, mm-hmm. uh, which is a key thing. That couple got back with us and said, okay, we we'd be more than happy to receive that. And so in February of 2014, um, we made their mortgage payment. Okay. Okay. And that seed's name was for a debt-free house. That was the name of that seed. Okay. So how much, how much was the seed? You see, yeah. So that seed was sown. That was about four. It was almost 
yeah, thirteen hundred dollars, roughly fourteen hundred dollars. It was it was definitely closer to fourteen hundred dollars than thirteen hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So that was the seed that we sowed. Well, now, all right. So now all of a sudden, all right. So now, here's where the story gets really interesting. So I got to tell this how it all kind of transpired from here. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's in February. Now let's go February, March, April. So now we're at the end of April, and I had kind of taken that seed and placed it on the shelf, and you know, just every time that I would think about it, I would just thank God for it, basically. I mean, it wasn't something I was just like constantly every single day waking up, man, today's the day, you know, but it was just basically, mm-hmm. hey, thank you, Lord, that my I have a debt-free house, that, you know, debt-free house. Thank you, Lord, that I have a debt-free house, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, then all of a sudden, you know, in late April, um, we'd actually gone to my uh, brother-in-law's 40th birthday, surprise birthday party in Georgia, okay, mm-hmm. in Georgia. And at this time, I was living in South Carolina. I've been living in South Carolina since I'd graduated high school, so back in 1996. Mm-hmm. Well, now my brother-in-law has his birthday party. Um, you know, everything's hunky-dory-dairy. We sing happy birthday. All the kids and grandkids and cousins are playing and so forth. And, you know, I, I'm seeing all this happen. And I remember getting into my car, my van, by the way, that van was also paid for as well mm-hmm. by God. That was another thing that happened. Okay. But we won't go into that. So, but anyway, we basically got in the car, Amy and I loaded up the kids, all four, all three of the kids at that time, mm-hmm. loaded them all up, got in the van and headed back to South Carolina we like we had done for the last, you know, 13, like well, really since 96 for me. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were probably no more than maybe five to 10 minutes in the drive heading back. And I remember inside of my, you know, just in my spirit, man, just down, down in that, you know, lower part of you, I could feel something just, just change inside of me. Mm-hmm. It's like a turn mm-hmm inside of me. And I looked over at my wife and I said, sweetie, I'm done. I'm done making this drive back to South Carolina. I feel like that we need to start looking for a way to move back to Georgia, back to my home where my family lives. Okay. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I agree. I'm in total Mm -hmm. agreement with you. Let's, Mm -hmm. let's do that. So that, at that point we began you know, on the drive back, literally, we began, you know, just thinking about, okay, what kind of house do we want? Where do we want to live? And we actually made a list, Amos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we made a detailed list that we wanted to live, you know, 30 minutes away from my parents. We wanted to live 20 minutes away from our church. We wanted to live 15 minutes away from a uh, real bustling area, potentially near a mall. We wanted to have a house that, you know, had, you know, um, you know, five, uh, six bedrooms. Uh, we wanted to have five bathrooms. We were not five bathrooms. We wanted to have multiple bathrooms. We wanted to have the master on the main and four bedrooms up top. And we want to have a guest mm-hmm. bedroom. You know, we wanted, we wrote every single one of these things down. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's in, it's in my Evernote. If, if you really wanted to ever see it. But mm-hmm. we wrote it all down in the Evernote as we were driving back, okay? And then it was a, a process. So that's in late April. So you got mm-hmm. May, and then June hits. And then all of a sudden, I get another unction from the Lord about sowing another seed, all mm-hmm. right, 
for the move back to Georgia. Mm-hmm. Okay. And making a way for me to move back to Georgia and for us to be able to have a house filled with good things that we fill us not, you know, mm-hmm. so to speak. Well, then all of a sudden I said, okay, Lord, you know, I'm, you know, what do you mean to do? So he said, well, so another mortgage payment into somebody else. Mm-hmm. So we found another couple that believed the same way and that could be in agreement with us. And we sewed for them. And that one was roughly about, again, $1,400, give or take. All right. Probably a little bit less than so maybe 13 on the high side, $1,300 on the high side. So we did that in June. Well, mm-hmm. so all of a sudden um, there was a job opening for a position in my, my job that would allow me to actually, you know, potentially be able to move within my territory. And mm-hmm. that, I approached them about the job. I got denied. Okay. They said I wasn't ready for that job. Well, so I'm like, okay, well, God must have a different plan, you know, with that since that door shut. Well, mm-hmm. then I started, you know, just continue to do my normal thing and began thanking God. And so now we're in August, September. So around September timeframe, um, a new position opened up that someone had left and this new position was a position, honestly, that I really would like to have had and really was a good fit for me uh, Mm -hmm. within the company I worked for. Well, I applied for it. And then in November, the middle of November, they gave me an offer for the job. I accepted that offer. All right. And so now all of a sudden for my job, I can move anywhere within my territory. And my territory at that moment was Alabama, Georgia, and the Carolinas. Mm-hmm. So I had the freedom to actually move wherever I needed to. And it made more sense for me because of my, you know, all that territory I was covering for me to move centrally back to guess where? Where I Georgia. grew up. Where I grew mm-hmm. up, basically. I mean, it was on, it was perfectly situated. Well, so that's in right before Thanksgiving. We had some things going on and I had some family things that had transpired and so forth. So we're back in Georgia. And at that time, once we started getting the okay to, uh, to move back to Georgia, you know, my wife started looking for houses on the internet and so forth to where we can move to. So Amy's looking for things and so forth. And I'll be, I mean, it's going to be transparent about this, you know, (laughs) <laughs> the houses that my wife were, was looking for was well out of the budget that we were going to be able to afford. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on paper. All right. Uh, on paper. I know what you're saying. All right. So my, my, my brain, I'm just, again, my brain. Now I didn't tell her right then not to look right then. Okay. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know, you want to destroy her faith. I yeah, didn't want to destroy her faith. Okay. <laughs> but I, but I basically said, you know, I, 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 Started going in the process of going, holy cow, you know, these houses are like, you know, $300,000 or so or $250,000 plus. And, you know, that kind of mortgage payment, there is just no way in the world I'll be able to make that with the salary and kids and all the expenses that go along with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, on top of that, still having a house that we hadn't sold in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, so let's keep in mind, Tyler, as far as I know, Tyler's wife does not work. So just one income household. Yeah, it's totally one income household. You know, with obviously three kids at the time, I believe. Yeah, right? three kids at the time. Amy's Amy's pregnant with a fourth. So the fourth mm-hmm. was coming. So so we so this is around, you know, December. OK. And mm-hmm. 
we took a stab at it actually of going out and um, looking for a house that um, we actually, I take that back. So my wife contacts a real estate agent for us to go and look at several houses. Okay. Mm -hmm. And these are the houses that would fit exactly what we had written down on paper and we're obviously outside of our budget, okay, <laughs> as far as what was on paper, all right? But I'm like, all right, let's 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 go ahead and do that, okay? Well, because at this moment, you're still thinking about trying to get a, get a loan, right? Because you're I, not I, even thinking debt-free, right? I'm not. I'm I'm just being honest. I wasn't. I mean, mm-hmm. my, my little finite brain. Now, my wife sure was, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was looking at what, you know, what we had written down and what we had wanted, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I have to say this because – this kind of is a big transition. Okay. So up until that point, all right. So this is right before we actually had contacted the real estate agent up until that point, I'd been telling Amy, you know, sweetie, that might not be the right thing because it's, it's going to be outside of her budget. You know, I'm really not sure, you know, I'm mm-hmm. just telling her all this stuff. Well, during my quiet time, and it was on a Thursday morning, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there having, you know, fellowship with the Lord, talking to him and he's talking to me and so forth. And the Lord told me, <laughs> he said, Tyler, Tyler, stop looking at what you can afford and look at what you need. Now, That's a good word right there. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because what, what we needed with a, with uh, four kids and you know what we had basically what we had all written down back when we you know I felt led that we need to move to Georgia we wrote down everything that we needed Amos mm-hmm. and that was what we needed right mm-hmm. back yep. then okay so one bedroom per kid one bedroom for you and one bedroom for the in-laws to come visit absolutely <laughs> and, a, and a basement to boot you know a basement for the office that yep. was going to be you know uh finished what anyway so here here mm-hmm. i am the that god says that stop looking at what you can afford and look at what you need and i'm like oh man lord <laughs> all <laughs> right lord <laughs> so i look at my wife literally <laughs> and i tell her i said sweetie the lord just told me stop looking at what i you know can afford and go get what we need and so sweetie mm-hmm. I, I turn you loose and believe me i turned her loose and man she was giddy as a schoolgirl. All right. Mm-hmm. She went to town and started getting all these, um, you know, talking to the real estate agent about, all right, here's what we need. And so that weekend, uh, we were in Georgia and uh, it was on a Sunday and we went and looked at about four houses. OK, mm-hmm. that's all the time we had. We looked at four houses and one of the very last houses uh, was the house that we're in today mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. but how did we get there that's a great question because <laughs> after that literally i'm sitting there trying to rationalize in my brain how in the world mm-hmm. the house you know amos was three hundred thirty thousand dollars list price mm-hmm. okay and but it had everything it it the house had everything that we needed okay mm-hmm. everything in that sheet of paper okay Mm-hmm. that we put down in our Evernote, everything, 30 minutes from my parents, 20 minutes from the church we're going to attend, 15 minutes away from, um, you know, the mall of Georgia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everything. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, how in the world I'm going to be able to do this. So I literally 
contacted a bank and set up an appointment to talk to the guy um, about, hey, you know, let's let's talk. So we had scheduled an appointment to talk to, mm-hmm. to, to a bank, okay, a local bank here. Well, that was um, after I scheduled that appointment, <clears throat> you know, there was a week that had gone by, and I <laughs> – uh, it was on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. I get a phone call, and I'm I'm not going to bring up any of the names or anything like that. Um, but I get a phone call from uh, this person, and this person says, "Hey, Tyler, we actually want to be the bank." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Come again? <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to buy your house for you." so you can move back to Georgia. Hmm. And I'm like, uh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, what are you supposed to say to that? Uh, Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, wow. Uh, I really appreciate that. Um, Mm -hmm. praise God. And, you know, so then it began a process basically from there, um, that we, went and made an offer on, on this house, um, bought it for not the list price, but bought it for less, obviously than the list price. Mm-hmm. Um, but still paid over, you know, really three, $315,000, you know, mm-hmm. Amos, uh, for a, a, a house. And I remember it on the day of the closing and guess when the closing was Amos, February, was February, uh, okay. February, Okay, a whole year later from when I originally sold that original seed of that first seed of that couple, right? Mm-hmm. February that I saw three hundred and fifteen thousand dollars get wire transferred and show up in that uh, lawyer's you know escrow account or whatever it is to be able to mm-hmm. pay, pay off uh, the house. Right All right, so let, let's let's stop and let's let's kind of let's kind of dig into to some of the specifics here a little bit without getting to, to any names. So the the person that said we want to pay be the bank. Yep. Had, did you have a relationship with this person? Was totally out of the blue. No, I had a relationship with that person. Okay, yep. so you had a relationship with this person. So he knows you. He's seen your seed. Yep. He's seen your faithfulness. Yep. So so he he's so does he had a he had a from a distance or close enough. He he knows your your person now. He knows yeah, your he, know, he knew who I was. Yes, he did know me. Yes, absolutely. he did know you. Okay, all right. Yep. Now when he said. I'm assuming when he when he said you're going to be I don't know why I'm assuming I might be sexist right he said could she right <laughs> could have been a she you're right but it could have been a she yep all right all right so when when he said uh, we're going to be the bank was there any stipulation was it like we're going to just take care of this you just get it to we get it later or was it just like this is yours what was the sti- what, how how did it go down like that I mean basically he told me uh, you know Tyler hey you know we're going to be the bank but you know what whenever you get your house sold in South Carolina, you know, what we're going to recommend to you is that you actually start putting back into the savings account, you know, as if you were paying for it. Okay. Um, but really you're using that money, saving that money up for your next house that you're going to buy. Okay. For down the road. All right. Mm. So, so it's not that I'm paying him back. It's really, I'm paying myself back. That was the agreement that he and I had, which is totally smart. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, why wouldn't you go ahead and almost act like 
that we, you know, you do have a mortgage payment, but you're putting mm-hmm. it back in the savings. All right. Mm-hmm. For the house that you're going to buy later on. So literally you can buy a nicer house. I mean, it's totally a biblical thing, what he was telling me to do and the recommendations. So actually, you know, flash forward now, um, we finally sold our house, our, you know, Ishmael house. I mean, our house in South Carolina. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took us a year, over a year, An- another and year to sell it. another yeah. year to sell that house. So I was having to make mortgage payments, you know, keep the lawn up, all those things that you have to do for a vacant house to keep it nice and to be able to show mm-hmm. that for that house and, Trust me, there's a whole other story in that, how that kind of finally came about, but it was only mm-hmm. by God's grace that that house sold and it mm-hmm. sold on June 28th. And it was just mm-hmm. actually last, or this, uh, couple days ago that me and that gentleman, you know, he reminded me, he said, all right, Tyler, you know, now it's time <laughs> for you to start putting that money back in that savings account. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're exactly right. You know, exactly right. And it just, it, but it's prudent it's it's wise so so the, the saves account is your account is his account no it's my account yeah it's your account so he yep. so basically he's saying okay tyler part of the deal is now that your house is sold i need you to go ahead and start making payments to the savings accounts if you were paying this mortgage absolutely okay was it so he's he not trying to make you pay a 315 mortgage he's trying to make you pay whatever he was paying at the other house yes that is correct okay. Yep. okay yeah so basically okay. i mean it, it it'll work out to be you know uh, the amount that I was paying at the old house, you know, okay. basically. Okay. And so now you, so, so, so now you're just making payments to a savings account, what you would have paid to a mortgage company and, but it's going for sale for your next house. So Absolutely. now in terms of how God worked this out for you. So the gentleman that bought the house is his house and you're just living there until you can save up money to get your own house. No, I, this, this is in my name. It's in your, oh, so he transferred the money to you. Yes. Oh, wow. So, so now you bought the house. Yep. It's, this is totally, I mean, the, the deed and everything is in Amy and I's name. Wow. Okay. And so how, so how long does he want you to save to the, for the next house? What's the, what's the, what's the plan? I mean, just there's, whenever. There's really, it's whenever. I mean, honestly, I mean, it's, I mean, if we decide, if we felt led tomorrow to sell this house here, you know, then mm-hmm. it would be, it'd be that, but you know, really it didn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, uh, when we sell the house, there's not a time frame on it at all. Okay. So it's not, so I don't want, you know, us to think that this is a loan at all. This, this is totally not that at all. It's totally mm-hmm. what, you know, God's biblical principles at work here. Straight up. So, so it's not even like you are living in somebody else's house Mm-mm. that, can pull the strings. No, somebody said, Hey Tyler, I am transferring $315,000 to you to purchase this house. And I just asked you once you sell your old house to just keep paying that into a savings account. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I'm, and I was totally, I, I agreed to it. I mean, it, because it made sense and it should be done that way, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm thankful mm-hmm. that he put that out there and that he and I both agreed to that right there. Yeah. But either way, you know, this, that's that's the deal, right? So yeah, either so way, it's, it's my house. <laughs> either way, it's your house. <laughs> so it's, it's it is your house. It's like straight up, this is my house, even yeah. with the even with the deal. So so in terms of let's recap this. So a, a year before you purchased this house, you sold your first mortgage payment into yep. somebody else's house, right? And they was in agreement with you. It's like it's about fourteen hundred dollars on the high side. You said, mm-hmm. and so once you sold that seed, you know 
you know, eventually, you know, God dropped me. It was time to move back to Georgia. Yep. Right. So Amy started looking for houses, you know, houses on the little high side, but you guys had your list. Yep. Your faith was kind of a little shaky, you know, teetering. Then God had to kind of grab you back and say, hey, no, no, get get what you need, not what you can afford. Absolutely. And then mm-hmm. only once you saw the house that you needed, I'm making this, I'm making a, a adding words. Then you got the call from the guy. We can do this for you. Yes. So yes. you found the house not knowing you had the finances for it first. I exactly. I had no <laughs> clue. <laughs> that I had the finances for this. I mean, I, that's why I was going to a mortgage company. <laughs> yeah, so, so so you're still out of faith technically, right? You I mean, <laughs> for me personally, I mean, yes. But God's grace, I mean, that's where, you know, you know, we, I mean, God's, God's not going to, if you're, I guess let me say this. If you're listening to the Lord, all right, mm-hmm. he's not going to leave you hanging out there. He's not going to allow you to make a stupid decision. You know, that's why I I said, if you heard me, you know, a couple of times, you know, I was in my quiet time. I was having communion with the Lord. I was talking to the Lord. I mean, that's how I sowed the seeds. Every seed that I sowed, you know, has been, you know, spirit led. It hasn't been something that has just been pressure on me. It was Mm -hmm. spirit led because we might have had a need or had a desire for that because that's how God, you know, this Amos, but that's how God actually, you know, penetrates the earth is that, you know, you've got to sow a seed. You know, I mean, God's, that's how God operates with us, you know, people of, you know, here is you've got to mm-hmm. sow a seed. So, okay. so, yeah. So the seed was sown and then another seed was sown. Yep. And then, so, so, I mean, so literally we're talking about you sowed about $2,700 that yielded $315,000. It's perfect sowing. That's, so, <laughs> that is perfect sowing. That's, that's pretty perfect right there, right? Yeah. And that's how that's, that's called a hundredfold. <laughs> yeah, that's probably more than a hundredfold. Yeah, a little bit more. 270,000, yeah. You wait. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. You know, I mean, Amos, you know, I don't, here's the thing, you know, I mean, we, we've been sowing and believing God for different things. I mean, I, I, you know, I want people to hear that, you know, as this testimony, you know, is unfolded. I mean, I was starting out back in 2002, Mm-hmm. Believing for for a front row parking spot at Walmart or or Barnes and Nobles, mm-hmm. okay. I mean that's how I was building my faith. I mean I would sit there and you know sow a seed because I felt led to of uh, paying for somebody's gas mm-hmm. at the gas pumps. All right, mm-hmm. I'd walk over to the lady and say, "Ma'am, you know I, I don't know if you love Jesus or not, but the Holy Spirit just told me to pay for your gas." Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, those were seeds sown for debt-free car or whatever it was that I was believing for mm-hmm. that time. Okay. I mean, there was different things that I was leading up to. So this whole seed sowing, you know, thing and believing God for things was a, 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 you know, 10, 15 year process. It's a, it's a lifestyle. You, you had a lifestyle of sowing seed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And there was that, multiple books that I've read and multiple mm-hmm. teachings that I had listened to, to, caused me to believe and understand this right yeah yeah so this is this is i like this because this is real life story right you know because like you know when somebody hears that tyler got a debt-free house the first assumption is tyler makes three hundred thousand dollars a year he just saved up for it right (laughs) (laughs) right so that's that's the first assumption right you know so but and also what you're showing in the story is that 
you still didn't execute perfect faith, right? You wasn't perfect in your execution of it, but God's grace still kind of brought it on. Because even up to the last moment, you're about to meet with a loan officer, right? Yeah, exactly. Something, you know, something you knew you can't get a loan for, right? But, yeah. you know, so it's almost like we, we found it. Let me get this loan meeting because you're going back to your natural understanding of how to do this thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, and even all that, I love how the grace of God, it's like your seed overrided your kind of, shakiness in some yep. sense right yeah no absolutely it totally overrid it i mean yeah and again that's that's why i go back to you know that god's got your back he's not gonna if you're listening to him he's not gonna allow you to make a stupid mistake you know mm-hmm. he's really not i mean i i wasn't here and here i guess let me let me say this this is be good so let me go back to the first house where that i felt pressure mm-hmm. okay the ishmael house right Mm-hmm. that was under duress. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, we had a landlord that had kind of jacked our rent up a little bit. So it was actually exceeding our budget and kind of putting pressure on someone there. And then even so, you know, we felt pressure from the outside some, for some different influences They said, man, you're throwing your money away. You've been renting so many years, you know, mm-hmm. all these different pressures and, and we got this kid on the way. So it's like, you need to you need to have a house, you know, you need to buy a house, you know, and have it in your name, you know, type thing. And the only thing we knew at the time to do was go get a loan, you know, mm-hmm. and that's and the, we didn't have time, you know, to. I mean, I we we asked the Lord, hey, father, is this what you would want us to do? And, you know, God never said no to us, mm-hmm. you know. He never did say no to us, but you know what? We never sowed any seed for a debt-free mm-hmm. house that before that, okay? Mm-hmm. And I really hadn't built up, you know, my understanding uh, mm-hmm. of how that would happen. It wasn't until like 2012, 2013 to whenever I started gaining a lot more understanding of the, mm-hmm. how to apply that. So, so that's, that's kind of where I was at. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Mr. Amos Johnson Jr. for that awesome interview and pulling all that out of me. Golly, guys, what can I say? Praise God, praise God. And one of the things that I just want to kind of also let you know as far as that I did not get a chance to share uh, on the interview, just for time purposes and so forth, um, that God continued to bless us and he still does today. I'm not saying he didn't. He stopped, but he's continued to bless. He continued to bless us because he fulfilled that scripture. And what I mean by that is, in that Deuteronomy's ver- uh, verse, it says that he will give you houses filled with good things that you fill us not. Well, you know, we actually wound up being able to fill our house with all brand new furniture, about thirty thousand dollars worth of furniture. Uh, that we were able to put in the house because really when we lived in South Carolina, all the furniture that we had there, it was all hand-me-down furniture or maybe furniture that we had bought that was like several years old and not the best quality of furniture that we could have potentially have had. Um, So praise God for that, right? Then the next thing that God did is he actually finished off our basement uh, because I needed a office downstairs and a place for the kids to go and play, uh, and a bathroom down here as well. And he finished that off, uh, also. So those are two huge projects right there that God continued to do because 
if you recall in the interview, I said we made our list. Well, one of the things in our list that we had was a finished off basement. So God wound up doing that as well. So I want to wrap all this up by telling you again, God is no respecter of persons. All right. One of the key things that you might sit there and go, well, man, how in the world can I believe for a, you know, debt free house or, you know, paying off my house. And if this is the first time you've ever thought about that, guess what? <laughs> you've got to increase your faith, build your faith to be able to get to that level of belief. Uh, you, you just can't go from zero to a hundred without going through one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10, those steps to be able to get to there. I'm not saying that I'm anything great, but it has been a 12 year or actually more than that process, 13, 14 year process that what my wife and I, Amy and I went through when she got that first revelation, that first scripture verse, um, in Deuteronomy that we could actually have a house debt free. And again, I'm no minister of the gospel. You guys know that I don't claim to, you know, have a doctorate degree. I don't claim to, you know, sit there and, you know, preach from a pulpit or anything like that, where you might hear some ministers, you know, talk about that. I am just part of you guys. I'm in the trenches. I'm out here working. I'm out here, you know, doing what God has called me to do. And I'm no different than you. I'm totally no different than you. And, but the thing is, is God's no respecter of persons. So my advice to you is start with small things, start believing God for front row parking places, start believing God, you know, that he's going to supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Start believing God that he, that you're the head and not the tail above only not beneath. These things are foundational to you actually receiving and applying your faith for those dreams and goals that God has got out there for you. And the good thing about it, guys, if you allow the Lord and you seek the Lord, he is the one that's going to bring it to pass because he says, if you delight in him, he will give you the desires of your heart. So as you delight in him, he's the one putting those desires inside of you. And on top of that, it even says actually in that Psalms chapter 37, it says that he will bring it to pass. Okay. He's the one that's going to bring it to pass. So guys, I'm telling you, Tyler McCart did not manufacture this whole thing. I couldn't have, I couldn't have thunk it up. I couldn't have dreamed it up, but it was all by the leading of the Holy spirit. You, you kind of saw it. You guys heard it that even Tyler and my wife, we had some, uh, we had made some mistakes along the way. We weren't perfect along the way, but God was faithful during that whole period of time. So let me wrap up with this that you've got to be open to receiving God's best. You know, I, I did mention that, you know, like my mom was the one that actually gave me or I set aside that money and that account for that one automobile. But here's the thing, guys, the money isn't like some rich relative that you need to be expecting it from because they're not your source. You know, you don't need to be sitting there, you know, praying that God will, you know, tap that rich businessman, you know, that he's going to bless you <laughs> with all this money or whatever. No, you don't look to man for increase for these types of things. 
you apply your faith and you are open to receiving any way or any how God deems it to bless you or to increase you. You do not look to man. Okay. That is a key, key thing with that. And I had to put this on here so that you hear that because you might be sitting there going, well, I don't have a rich uncle or I don't have, you know, such and such person in my life. You know what? You're looking to man, get out, get the thinking out of your head. That's nothing but Satan, you know, trying to trick you into making you think that way. All right. So gang, I love you guys. I appreciate you. I hope you have a great, awesome day and gang be blessed. And we'll catch you guys on the other side. If you feel inspired to take your God-given skills to the next level, download our free report called The Five Tools That Every Marketplace Christian Needs to Crush It in Their Career. God loves when we use the abilities He's blessed us with to do amazing work in the marketplace. So download your report by visiting the successedge.biz slash tools right now. And we'll see you on the next episode of The Success Edge.